Hello again, everyone. This is Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and you're listening to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 61, recorded on Monday, July the 12th, 2021, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. On today's show, we're going to be talking about a quality of life initiative that my administration has focused on since day one. And since then, countless people have worked on. And that's our vibrant trail system. For a deeper discussion about our trail system, I'm pleased to be joined by Megan McClellan, who is the Executive Director of Fort Wayne Trails. Megan, thanks for coming today. Thank you for having me. Megan, um, first of all, before we get into the trail system and some of our expectations and dreams about our trails, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I don't know if our listeners, how many of them know you personally or know about you, so I think it's probably a good idea to maybe spend a few minutes to talk about Megan herself. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I... Uh, started as the executive director at Fort Wayne Trails about two and a half years ago. Before that, I was executive director at the Syracuse Wawasee Trails in um, Kosciuszko County and was there for about five years. Uh, I have a master's degree in environmental policy with a focus on uh, management of rail trails. So this is just directly up my alley. I love working here. Um, When we moved, my da- from where we were living to Fort Wayne, my then seven-year-old daughter said, I don't want to leave all my friends. And I said, don't you remember that wonderful zoo that Fort Wayne has? And she's like, well, if we're within walking distance of the zoo, it'll be okay. So we moved here, and it was my job to make it walking distance to the zoo. <laughs> were you able to get that? Well, it yeah, wasn't me. Of. But um, when the city... Um, built that pedestrian bridge over state street that was our connection so yeah (laughs) and um so that's great oh that's super and where so where are you from originally well i've lived all over i was born and raised mainly in west virginia oh great state Mm -hmm. beautiful state I went to um, my under did my undergrad at earlham college in richmond indiana Mm -hmm. the the, uh so you've been with us for couple of years now yeah and has your does your daughter is she accustomed now to Fort Wayne has she become acclimated to our city absolutely <laughs> um, well, it I think she'll make more friends now that COVID is lessening oh, and she can get sure, out more sure. but she definitely enjoys all the amenities we does, have here. does she like mom's job yes ah, she does good, good. <laughs> well one of the things that people are confused about I think are the different trail opportunities that we have in our community. Obviously, many of them are familiar with the trails within Fort Wayne itself, within the urban area, but Fort Wayne trails consists a lot more uh, uh, than that. And also there are other trails too in the region that are trying to develop. Can you kind of break those down for us and give our listeners an understanding of how all of this is set up? Sure, I'll do my best. (laughs) uh, So Fort Wayne Trails, Inc., the organization that I work for, is a nonprofit organization. We actually work throughout Allen County, not just in the city of Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. And uh, within the city of Fort Wayne, uh, in your staff, you have a wonderful person named Don Ritchie, Uh who is the Trails and Greenways Manager for the city. Um, In the county, um, there are 
people at the Allen County Highway who work on trails. There's also people in Huntertown and New Haven. They all have their own trails people as well in or people that help us out with trails. But as the nonprofit, we do mainly fundraising and advocacy work. We don't actually build the trails or maintain them. That's your job. Yeah, <laughs> or the county or right. the New Haven or wherever. Um, so there are about 124 miles of trail throughout Allen County right now. Um, and not all of them connect, but we're working on that. Yeah. And there's some, some really great trails. There's, of course, the River Greenway mm -hmm. and also the Puffer Belly that goes north-south. So we've got east-west and north-south there. Um, the towpath trail, some of the, the more major ones. Then the river, the, the puffer belly <laughs> is part of a larger regional trail called the Pocabash Trail, which will go right. from Pokagon State Park to Wabash uh, State Park. And it'll end up being about 85 miles long with Fort Wayne right there in the center <laughs> of it all. And it's, uh, it's a little over halfway complete, all of those miles. Some of the there's still some big gaps, mainly in the more rural areas, mm -hmm. but recently the Pocabash Coalition's been formed, and that's made up of the people from all four different counties, six different nonprofit groups, including people from um, the like com community development, community foundations, as well as tourism, all these different places. Now, but four counties, that, let me see if I got these right. You're talking Steuben County, which is up in Angola, mm -hmm. which is where uh, uh, Pokagon State Park is. So we're going to start there and then move south through, is that uh, DeKalb, DeKalb County? County. Mm -hmm. and which is where Auburn, Indiana is, yeah. and then into... Allen, Allen County, County, Fort Wayne, and then south to Wells Both. County, which is Bluffton, Indiana. Yep. And that's where the Wabash State Park, a lot of people pronounce that as Quabachi. <laughs> Wabachi. Uh, it, it's not Wabachi. spelled, right, spelled exactly. the way it that's, sounds. That's, but. <laughs> that's Indian spelling, I think. Yeah. Um, now, you talked about it being 85 miles long. That's going to make that particular trail, once it gets done, uh, probably one of the longest trails in the state, isn't it? Absolutely. It will be the longest contiguous trail in the state of Indiana. Now, I, I know it's going to put you on the spot, but is there <laughs> is there kind of a time frame for that? Because I want to be around when this thing is finished. <laughs> well, it depends a lot on funding. And there are some great opportunities. Right now we have the Ready Grants. Right. And we have other opportunities. Um, there's a lot of support from the state and the federal government at this time. So we got to get it while it's good. Right. Um, but even so, a construction and everything takes a long time. Yeah. So I would say at the earliest, probably 10 years uh, before yeah. that's completed. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. And. As you said, it is going to cost, unfortunately, millions of dollars, and that's yes. primarily because of land acquisition. you got to buy property in order to build the trail, mm -hmm. and building the trail itself, and there's certain requirements there, whether it's the asphalt and the width and all of that. So, mm -hmm. there's a, as you said, there's a lot that goes into it. Mm -hmm. It's very time-consuming. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, a point that you made, too, is a lot of it goes through rural areas, mm -hmm. and uh, it... Uh, the connectivity between the four counties uh, is is a is a is a, a, a tremendous complement for the four counties working together. And if I remember correctly, 
I believe it was Governor Daniels that first came up with the idea of trying to have some type of trail system going throughout our state and we've, we've just kind of uh, uh, got on that particular initiative and stayed with it yep. even though he's no longer governor. So, and that's, uh, that's something I wanted to talk about uh, today too is, is how um, creative that is for our state. A lot of people mm -hmm. think our, our state's a very conservative state and it is in many ways but to have a trail system that's just a little under 100 miles long, uh, uh, that's, a, that's a tremendous compliment for that type of, of uh, initiative. Absolutely. And uh, I was actually just talking with my staff recently about that, where you say it's just under 100 miles. We're like, well, if you add in a little <laughs> loop here and a little loop there in Fort Wayne, you can make it 100 miles. And there are a lot of people who do um, what they call century rides, oh, yeah, which exactly. are 100-mile rides. Right. And they travel around the, the state, around the country, mm -hmm. to get to trails that where they can ride 100, right. 100 miles. So. Well, I think there's all kinds of possibilities uh, with a trail system that long. You mentioned we have about 120 miles in Fort Wayne, Allen County, uh, but that's a lot of that's through urban areas, and it, it, there is some connectivity there. But to have a straight shot of about 100 miles, the, 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 uh, the sporting activities and the competitive things that you can do, as you said, 100 miles. I mean, you can also have, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, a series of uh, relay marathons, mm -hmm. and, which I know some places do. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities. So I, I'm very excited about uh, the uh, the. the completion of that in around 10 years or so so I'm going to hold you to that <laughs> if the funding comes through <laughs> can I hold you to that <laughs> we'll, we'll get that we'll get there uh, this is, you mentioned the ready grant we won't necessarily get into that today but that's just a huge grant that the uh, state of Indiana gave for this area of a state and uh, they want to fund a number of different initiatives that have regional applications and certainly this trail system does so it really fits into what what they're looking for. Uh, you also talked about the trail system in Fort Wayne itself and the various sections. Uh, what's your favorite section? I actually mentioned it earlier that the section that goes from of the puffer belly that ah, goes from downtown right. up to um, Iceway mm -hmm. and because it goes uh, from, actually from, if I go one way on it, from my home to my office, yeah, sure. and the other way from my home up past Science Central, which is a tremendous community asset, mm -hmm. and then past the zoo and parks and um, other community amenities, just in that short little section, it's, it's fantastic. Now, I know Puffer Belly wants to continue north Mm -hmm. on Lima Road, mm -hmm. but we're going to have to get across the Coliseum, Coliseum. Boulevard. Yep. And I know that's going to be a tremendous challenge. I, uh, it's almost too wide to expect drivers to sit and wait for people walking or jogging or cycling. Uh, but to build a bridge over it uh, <laughs> would also be extremely expensive. So I know that's one obstacle. Now, if you go, if you go uh, east, uh, I think there's you know the possibility of going over it down by Purdue University, uh, but and I know there's a trail system down there, but 
the puffer belly itself, I think that's going to be a, a, a real challenge. Well, that section that goes from Iceway up to Washington Center Road, right. so basically from the mall up to Cookie Cottage, right. um, that we call our golden spike section, because <laughs> when that gets completed, it'll be like when the railroads finally right. met each other right. and had the golden right. spike. Um, it's a, a fairly short section, but very expensive, mainly right. ex- because of exactly what you said, getting over Coliseum, a bridge would cost more than $10 million. Right. And unless one of your listeners has that hiding in the couch cushions, you know, if they do, contact us. But otherwise, it's... Although a DuPont Row, we were able to go under. Yes, this is true. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful it's, tunnel. Oh, it was very well done. Well, if, uh, if you want to talk to Indod and figure that out for Coliseum, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I don't but know about that. we have actually already talked to Indot and have an approved method for getting across oh, um, at grade. It will be a mid-block crossing, and it will involve a traffic control device mm-hmm. um we're not allowed to say stoplight right. per se but right. a traffic control device mm-hmm. and a uh, refuge island in the middle so that oh. uh, pedestrians only have to go about halfway across and then so the the light the, the traffic control device would stop cars coming one direction pedestrians walk halfway oh, across then you push the button again stop scars from the other direction and you and they walk. approved that and that has been approved wow so Coliseum Boulevard of course that's going to be um that's going to be east of Lima Road which is a little quieter yes than the west which is around Glenbrook Mall and that um, area this will be a little bit east won't it no it'll actually be right across from Glenbrook Mall uh, between really? Glenbrook Mall and the uh, car dealership. Oh, I thought it was down further west. Oh, I'll be darned. No, oh, it that's crosses. It's a, a heavy traffic area. Yeah, it crosses. The, the trail crosses um, Lima Road at. Um, you didn't prepare me for this question. No. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, that's all right. Crosses Lima Road at Iceway. So right. there's already a light there. Right. So that'll be the I pedestrian know where that crossing. Is. Okay. And then it goes north along Lima and sort of cuts through the, um, I believe it's a PNC bank. Yeah. They used to have like a drive through sort of right, circular right. thing that they don't need. So the plan is to cut through oh. there oh, and like then straight come up on a long Coliseum towards the mall for a, a little while um, and then cross and Coliseum it, at a mid-block uh, crossing right Lay there. Road or somewhere? Uh, it's uh, before Lay Road. This is the, the trail there is actually going to go up behind the buildings on an old railroad oh, I'll bed. Be so it's not actually alongside a road during that section. I'll be darned. Well, see, I, I, I learned something today. I thought we were <laughs> further west, no. uh, almost straight down Lima Road. I'll be darned. Well, good, good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really surprised that NDOT would approve something in that uh, somewhat heavily congested area as far as traffic. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, that, and, and is there a time frame for that? Again, that's all uh, dependent money. on funding. <laughs> um, that figures. If, if uh, we, we have a couple of um, op- opportunities mm-hmm. out there with the Next Level Trails funding from right, the state, right. um, or, or some other possibilities, and if those come through, it could be done in two years. Oh, that's if, great. If that doesn't come through, it'll probably take five to eight years, and 
the basically the entire budget will have to go towards that but it is such an important section oh, of trail no that question mm-hmm. again as far as connectivity you've got to be able to cross coliseum yeah. we have the same challenge out 24 i know there's some there's some signalization out there now but that was a challenge there yeah. as well uh, incidentally my favorite part is towpath okay uh, mm-hmm. that's that kind of goes west yep. and uh, towards Lutheran Hospital in that area, and that's that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> now, uh, we we've read reports that during the COVID period, 2020 uh, in particular, that trail usage actually went up considerably. Yes. And uh, what do you attribute that to? It was it the fact that people essentially stayed home and and that's how they recreated. Well, I mean, a lot of people had more time. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to commute because they were working from home or they were unable to commute to work. So uh, their job was unsafe. So they were, had more time. Also uh, gyms and places like that all closed and people still wanted to get out and exercise. And it was a safe way to do that. And I personally felt it was so nice that you still felt like you were part of a community mm-hmm. when you could get out and walk and see other people walking or biking and wave to people on their porches. We we saw a lot more people just out on their porches even yeah. um, because you could say hi from a nice safe distance. And well, Megan, so. this is something that we haven't talked about before, but I, I get questioned about this once in a while. Are we comfortable that the trails are safe? Yes. Um, The CDC and other organizations all say that outdoor recreation is quite safe. Um, The the breezes blowing and things like that. Now, if you come upon a congested area, say, where you're crossing a road or something and there's a bunch of people, it probably is a good idea to put on your mask just to be Mm -hmm. extra cautious, especially if you're not vaccinated. But um, the majority of our trails are not that busy okay um, good i think probably dupont road is one of your busier yep. sections yeah around yep. solomon farms yep. in that area the two busiest sections are yeah they're around solomon farm and over by the promenade park ah sure and uh and those are fantastic sections and we love them but like when covid was at its height mm-hmm. and the trails were being used so heavily we strongly encouraged people to go out and explore the trail system. We have 124 miles. There are more spaces than just Solomon Farm Loop. So trying to encourage people to see other parts of the trail. We actually, um, the chair of my board, Anthony um, Giuliano, he went last year and did all 120 miles in 2020 either walking or biking and we filmed large sections of that and put it on our facebook page just to introduce people to sections of the trail that they might not otherwise realize i also know something that you offer that a lot of people don't know about and that's from a physical safety perspective we actually have people that uh, monitor the trails Mm. so that uh People don't have to be fearful of their own personal safety because you've got, uh, I, I forget what you call them, trail Trail monitors. rangers. Or trail rangers, yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many we have, but I do know that they uh, uh, historically have been very active to make sure that there's a comfort level there about using the trails. Absolutely. Uh, the trail rangers are more there for 
checking to see if any trees or limbs are down or if there's flooding or a cracks developed or, or there's any sort of danger in that way. But just the trails in general are very, very safe. We have you know people who are concerned about being on the trails uh, by themselves right. and things, but we looked into it with the Fort Wayne police and they said, you know, of the calls they get, Almost none are from the trails. That That's and great. and usually in that case, if there is, it's it's a call because I dropped my keys somewhere along the trail. <laughs> if someone finds them, you know that sort of thing. Right. Uh, it's not actually a, a problem with um, being unsafe, yeah, personal yeah. safety. That's good to so. hear. I, because I, I I know people want to use the trails and they want to make sure that. Uh, uh, it it will be safe both physically and health-wise. So yep. that's, that's good to hear. Uh, it definitely improves your health to get out and get exercise and speaking breathe fresh of, air. Speaking of questions, uh, you survey trail users. Oh, yes. And uh, uh, one of the questions we get, too, is, is uh, these surveys. Are they just for people who use the trails, or is it for the general public as well? Oh, Fantastic question. That's actually exactly what we're trying to get at this year um, with our community survey. Is it we want to find out what the barriers are to trail use. So we don't want to just survey those people that use the trail every day and, and do it great. We want to hear from people who are not using the trail and figure out why they're not using the trail or people who only use it sporadically and find out what would help them to use it more often. And uh, people have expressed safety concerns, so we know we need to get information out there about how safe the trails yeah. are um, and that it really is a safe place to be. But also, you know, we this survey was released um, in four different languages, English, Spanish, Burmese, and French. Good. And we're hoping to get information from people who uh, may not consider themselves trail users uh, but who use the trail and don't even realize it yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. or sure. who really would like certain destinations to be um, connected to the right. system that we didn't as you know the the people in the office didn't know about right. Right. so that's why we survey the community our current survey has already over over 1500 responses oh my gosh yeah it's really really good survey and um it's still going through sep uh, september and how do you access that survey? Easiest way is to go to our website, fwtrails.org, and it's right there at the top, survey. And fwtrails.org. Yep. Okay. And um, from the 1,500 responses we've received so far, we sort of analyze them looking at, like, it's, a, it's an anonymous survey, but people are asked to put in their um, zip codes so that we can oh, sure. get some general information sure. about are we getting reaching all parts of the city and the county. And so we've, by using that data, we've been able to determine where we have not heard from as many people. And now through September, we're really focusing on those parts of the community that have not been reached yet. Well, if I had a question about our trails, um, can I also access that website without doing a survey? Yep. And Absolutely. still ask questions or still get information. Yes, that's a, it's a really good survey, a really good website, and um, like at the top, there's an option for our current trail projects, and you can oh. look at what 
projects are ongoing and what stage they are. So if you want to know, is there ever going to be a trail by my house? You can go and look and see. It doesn't hold all of our hopes and dreams, but it holds our current projects that are ongoing. And there's also you know maps with details. We update the uh, printed maps once a year, but the digital map gets updated as soon as we know anything new. So, wow, it that sometimes you don't know enough about uh, an asset in your community until you really delve into it. So, thank you, thank you so much for for talking to us today, Megan. But unfortunately, we we are out of time. All right. And I do want to thank you, though, for coming today. Again, I think you've shared a lot of insight to something that really is, is an attraction in Fort Wayne that a lot of people kind of take, take for granted. I know that uh, a lot of our employers are using it more and more as a part of their recruiting mechanism when they, when they want people to move into the city. And I know I've talked to several who, who uh, say that they're their uh, potential employees are kind of come in from outside the community that's one of the questions they ask whether or not we have an active trail system so I'm very excited about what's what's going on so thank you very much for coming today thank you for having me and listeners I want to thank you as well for tuning in today it is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne let's keep our momentum going this is Mayor Tom Henry and we'll see you again soon